It's summertime in Athens, and this is the Dogcast, episode number 192. dog fans you thought it would never happen it seemed like we would not ever do a show again but here we are it's the dog cast episode number 192 it's the day after the memorial day holiday and i have finally got an old dog back in the bunker and we are live doing a show from deep underneath sanford stadium your 100,000 watt flamethrower your internet source for dog talk Old dog, it's good to be back, buddy. How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. How about yourself? Well, you know, it's it's summertime. There's so so little news. There's just nothing to talk about. Well, and you know, nowadays that that's a good thing. Uh because if we have often said, and we've got a few, but if a player's name is in the paper, the only good thing that can happen it's a recruit that has been been deemed academically eligible to come to school. But if you are already on the team and your name is in the paper, something bad is happening to you. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. So speaking of the little bit of news we do have, we did have uh, some suspensions yeah, a couple of weeks let's, ago. Let's go ahead and get the bad news out of the way. Yes. Uh, some big suspensions of guys that we need. Justin Houston, as we've talked about, the guy who dominated, dominated spring training and the G-Day game, had a pick six, had some sacks, had some solo tackles, a kid who has really had his star on the rise. Um, Justin Houston suspended. Yeah. And that's I mean, for games really? that we need. Two-game suspension from basically because, you know, we don't play the Clemson suspension game where we pick and choose the two games. If you get suspended, it's... Or South Carolina. I, I know. mean, Spurrier does the same crap. I know. I know. You're right. So if you get suspended for two games, it's the very next two games that we come to. Whatever's which, coming up on the schedule. Which just happens to be Oklahoma State and South Carolina. Games where we really need... Yeah. Justin Houston, as well as Bruce Figgins, a kid who also had a chance to really do something great, and now he has just um, tarnished his star with a little bit of, actually quite a bit of really bad judgment. Yeah, I mean, a six-game suspension, because apparently this is the second time they have caught him uh, smoking dope. Yeah. And I mean, and that that's what it was. I mean, the boys were... You know, boys were puffing on a blunt and uh, just stupid enough wow. to, to get caught. Puffing on a blunt? Old dog. Coming up with a little drug lingo. I mean, you sound like a stinking teenager there, man. There you go, man. Golly, man. Uh, old dog, man. I can't believe you got you got that drug lingo down pat. <laughs> um, You know, and I tell you, I'm just sad to see it. I mean, I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, our friends to the north, South Carolina Gamecocks, they had a tight end last year, Jared Cook. 
if you remember, he had a good game against us last year. Tight end was, hell, probably the best offensive weapon they had. He basically spent three years sitting the bench and looking like an idiot. And this kid broke out in his senior year and really made a name for himself and went in the third round of the NFL draft. That's real money, friends. Yeah. And this kid, Bruce Figgins, has a chance, has all the tools that a kid like Jared Cook, if not more, and here he is, he's going to sit out half a season. Man, that is just so bad. So bad. I feel sorry for him, I, and, I, and I'm mad at him all at the same time. You know, I'm disappointed, and I'm pissed off. Well, and it's just to, you, you wonder, and again, you got to realize that they are still just kids, but how stupid can you be? I mean, you know, with, with Houston, you know, I mean, smoking a little dope is probably about like drinking a beer. Uh, you know, he got caught. He's got a two-game suspension. Hopefully, you learn from that. Apparently, Figgins didn't. I mean, this is his second time, and bam, he is out for half a season. Mm-hmm. Not only is he hurting the team, but he's also hurting himself, as you just pointed out. Absolutely. And, and- uh, you know, and not just that, but it brings up all kinds of character issues, too, that uh, – that, you know, that apparently scouts Nina, are going to remember. Basically, which is going to you know limit the pro teams that would even take a look at them to Dallas and Oakland. Absolutely, I tell you what, I just, I just, I don't know, I just, I'm just disappointed. Like I said, I just, I hate it for him. But you know, um, moving on. I mean, that that's the two. I mean, that that's the bad news. You know, um, since our last show, you know. Well, wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. Now there were three. Oh yeah, that got caught and and unfortunately, yeah. But the third along guy, with, along with these two, we have lost one of our three hundred receivers that we have <laughs> on scholarship. Oh yeah, a receiver. Yeah. I, I forgot to even talk about that, but yet yeah, you are right. Tony Wilson, he got probably the best deal in this and got a medical red shirt and uh, was able to... You know, and I think he did. I don't know if that's what they were going to try to do, and, you know, quite frankly, I don't know if they did or not, and I really don't care. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Because, you know, of all the positions we've got, we we have more than enough receivers. <laughs> Ain't it the truth, man? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, Tony Wilson also suspended. I mean, I hate it for him, but that's not nearly as big an impact for us as losing Houston and Figgins. No, and especially Figgins because, I mean, we are we were thin at tight end to begin with, and now we're just, you know, it's it's half the season. There you go. You're exactly right, my friend. So, um... I really hate that for Bruce Figgins. I really do. I thought that kid was really going to contribute this year. I really had high hopes for him. Yeah. Now, let's talk about Athens turning into the Wild West. You know, we uh, on a sad note, the same day we had the Athens Twilight Criterion bike race, bike race, we had a UGA professor just go nuts, kill his ex-wife, shot two other men. One of them was a professor from Clemson. I, you know, this news went out all Well, and you can the- understand shooting him. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, old dog. Give me, man, you can't be mean to like dead guys, dude. <laughs> Even if he is a Clemson guy, you know. Sure, you can. They but, can't fight back. I know. But uh, then, you know, that was bad. And then, evidently, the kid, the guy, goes out, buries himself in a shallow grave, so maybe his kids wouldn't find out that he was a a wimp. You know, freaking went the coward's way out. Um, 
but uh, he shoots himself, you know. And then last week, two weeks ago, two weekends ago, I myself got pinned down in a Hollywood video with a damn shootout on Saturday. I, old dog, I pull up to a Hollywood video. I get out of my car. There's a guy standing in the doorway saying, get down, get down. And he's like waving me in. So I like duck walk in the store. He locks the door behind me. I'm locked inside the Hollywood video while Athens Clark County finest have this little um, shootout with this damn robber guy. And there's, you know, bullets and shotguns and cops all over uh, Alps Road. It's crazy. Nuts. Nuts, man. Athens is the Wild West all of a sudden. It is. And I tell you, it is boring up there in the summer, so look what they're doing for excitement. No kidding. People just start shooting. But um, I just want to give everybody the update. I am okay. You know, I know Jana from Burbank, soon to be Jana, I think, from Gastonia or something Possibly, like that. From, from what we hear from uh, our sources out of Bogota. Okay, yeah, exactly. Our sources deep inside of Bogota, Colombia, have reported on Jana from Burbank, and and the rumor has it she's going to be Jana from Gastonia, which. I gotta tell you, old dog, Jana from Gastonia doesn't sound nearly as sexy as Jana from Burbank. No, <laughs> Gastonia doesn't carry quite the, uh, you know, the cachet. Well, of, she of will a always, she'll always be Jana from Burbank to us. There you go. No matter where she is. But um, we do have to talk about this Jacksonville thing because we thought we'd put it to bed, and it just continues to rear its ugly head. Yeah, and and I tell you, and and Derek, I, I hate to do this to you. But one of the biggest proponents of this that keeps it going is the only man that you are in love with, and that's Coach Rick. You think Coach Rick is keeping this thing going? Absolutely. He is, he is one of them throwing stuff out, and he is perpetuating this myth that, A, it's more of a home game for Florida than it is for us. And that the travel is tougher because we've got to take a bus to Atlanta and then fly to Jacksonville where all these guys have to do is bus an hour and a half or an hour over from Gainesville. Fellas, that's bullshit. It really doesn't matter because I tell you what, the travel part of it, I sat in the stadium and watched Tennessee and Alabama just beat the lips off of us, and all we had to do was walk to the stadium. <laughs> and I know. It, it, you know, so, so less, you know, I mean, again, it goes back to the greatest movie ever made, The Outlaw Josie Wales. Coach, don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. I have to agree. I mean, you know, I am a big fan of Coach Rick, and I don't know if he has an ulterior motive with this thing or not. If he's just, you know, I don't know if he really wants the game maybe moved to a home a consultant. home. Maybe he's a consultant for the Atlanta Sports Council. No, it's not even coming up a home and home. Oh, I know. It's it, like it's the, moving the game to Atlanta. You know, and he's got to get it out of his mind that you know Atlanta is where Georgia fans want to see their team play. Yeah. Uh, right, and we're here I to mean, help. I mean, the only game that we want to play in Atlanta is the SEC championship game. We don't want to be in the Peach Bowl. We don't want to. We don't like playing Georgia Tech in Atlanta because they've got that little podunk stadium. Right, and we're sure not going to play one of our our home game, even if it's every fourth year 
in the dome in Atlanta. No, and because I see that whole every fourth year thing, that's just a slippery slope. That's just get your toe in the door kind of thing. Well, and the other thing is we're just looking like cowards because we're getting our ass handed to us for the last 20 years right? because we're getting outplayed and outcoached and outtalented. And I tell you what will change it around is getting the best players on the field and a good game plan. I mean, we have won two out of the last five games we've played down there. So we, we know we can, and it's no, you know, the Gator Bowl or whatever they call it now, we still have a lead in the series. Oh, yeah. We used to dominate there just like Florida has now. And I, I've never heard the Florida people say, well, we need to move it. You know, we need to play it in Tampa and someplace. I mean, that's just it's ridiculous. It makes us look scared. I mean, we're, it, we're it like, like we're scared of the stadium or something. You know, I mean, yeah. it just it, we're we're dealing from a position of weakness, and it's just not very exciting. Well, you know, and and bringing that up, let me just they the Atlanta Journal Constitution, which you know is about all you can do is wrap fish in it. But they did have they interviewed three former quarterbacks that uh, Danny Werfel, John Lastinger, and Buck Ballou. Mm-hmm. Danny Werfel, the man that actually played in a home-and-home home back when they were redoing the Gator Bowl, says he doesn't really remember either of those two games. <laughs> and, and believe me, we remember the one they played in Athens. you damn right we do. Oh, my god! And he says he doesn't and said, you know, he's had a lot of good home-and-home home series, and certainly he has. You think about the Tennessee, you know, back when he was quarterback in the Gators and everything else. But he says the ones that stand out to him were the two games he was around that were played in Jacksonville and also the ones that he has uh, attended as a fan. John Lastinger, another great Georgia quarterback. Mr. Cotton Bowl. You know, and he's, he's a South Georgia guy says, you know, we've got a tradition that goes back to 1915. The game has been played there since 1933. Uh, There are two games like that now in a neutral site. Yeah. The Georgia-Florida game and the Texas-Oklahoma game. And they don't need to mess with either one. And what Lastinger says is it is the game for the South Georgia fans, and it really is, and it needs to stay there. And then the greatest quote of all, is from probably the best quarterback the University of Georgia's ever had, one Buck Ballou, because he brought it home. Yes. And along with playing golf with his friends, liking to go down there and everything else, Buck points out that uh, he played actually down there in four games. And you know how many of those he lost? Uh, None. That's correct. <laughs> he liked it down there, we didn't he? Blew, we blew Florida out in 79. We all know what happened in 80, and we all remember that big, long drive in 81. Yes. And uh, just to quote, he says, "Game uh, talking about the 81 game that we won 26-21, to 21, he said, drive in the fourth quarter, that was 4-0. Those Gators didn't seem to have any advantage then. Exactly. So what the hell has happened? Well, what's happened is the Gators have better coaches and better players. Yeah, exactly. And we got to fix that problem, and it ain't going to happen. I mean, 
I, I couldn't agree with you more, old dog. I yeah. mean, moving the damn game to Atlanta, that's going to make us feel better. Hell, maybe we could put on some magical black jerseys, and we could do all... We could, you know, hell, we could, you know, voodoo sticks, and maybe we could bring in a witch doctor, and, you know, let's just play some damn football. Because well, if they come to Georgia, if they come to Georgia Dome and whip our ass there... Then what are we going to say? Well, uh, it's not Atlanta's not what we meant. What we meant was we, it's got to be an Athens. Be, you know, we just need to win some football games. Maybe we could play Memorial Stadium in Savannah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We you need know, to win some football games. Here, here's the deal. And and again, you know, I hate to say this, Derek, but Coach Rick, grow yourself a set. The one, the one time that we dominated them is when you were aggressive, you sent the team out to celebrate after the first touchdown we had, keep that up. Don't be a damn wimp, and don't put it in the minds of the players that we can't win in Jacksonville because we can. Right, or that we're afraid of that stadium, or we're afraid of Jacksonville. Or that the fact that we've got to fly on an airplane and the other team just takes a bus gives them some kind of advantage. That's all all bull crap. Well, we've said it before, and we, we're, we're serious about this, dog fan. So here you go. The guy to talk to is a guy named Damon Evans. His phone number is 706-542-9037. His email is devans at sports.uga.edu. Light his ass up with emails. And I'll tell you what, too. While I'm at it... I'm going to give you the uh, – let's go with let's go with the uh, – uh, i tell you what. Give out Coach Rick's email, too. I, that's what I'm working on. That's what I I'm working mean, on. I mean, because Coach Rick needs to stop this damn whining and crying. I, I agree. I agree, and I'm working on that. Stand by. Stand by. Um, let's, while we're talking about this, talk about you. a uh, great running back, a guy I'm really excited about, um, Washon Early. Did you see how he uh, – he got qualified, uh, academically qualified to play for us. So I'm kind of excited about that. That any any time a young man can show great academic prowess like that, you've got to you've got to be happy for him. Absolutely. And I've got Mark Rick's phone number for you here, by the way, too. You ready? Throw it out. Seven zero six five four two thirteen zero seven. Five four two thirteen oh seven. Just tell him what we told you, dog fans. We cannot afford for our team to get it in their head that our coach or that anybody on our team is somehow scared to go to at, to go to Gainesville. I'm not sorry, not Gainesville, Jacksonville. We can't get it in our heads that we're that we're jinxed there or that stadium has some special hex on us or something. We need to go down there like we did. A couple of years back, the the dancing in the end zone game, just like you said, old dog, and we freaking did, bring you, better, it. Derek, better than that, we need to go back down there like we did in the eighties. Yeah, where we lost two out of every ten years. Bring it, you know. Why don't you bring your damn game and let's we'll if we've got game, if we've got the number three recruiting class in the country, and we've got all these best coaches, and we've got the best strength and conditioning program. We'll we'll play anywhere on any field at any time, and we'll whip their butts. And if we don't feel that, and we don't believe that, if we think that somehow we're hamstrung in Jacksonville, I agree with you, old dog. Maybe we don't have the right mix running the program. There you go. Because if you're scared of a damn stadium or a city, 
then you, you're you're not you're not smelling what we're cooking here. In well, essence. and and, and we're I not tell on you the same too, page. And I tell you too, if if you're going on that, it ain't like our record in the Georgia Dome is any great shakes. Yeah, I know exactly. You I mean, know, come on. I mean, how many times have we gone there and had our ass handed to us? Absolutely. Hell, our record against Florida in Athens ain't that damn good. You know, no. if you for you people out there that are thinking home home, you know. No, sir, um, it's not. I uh, <laughs> I remember, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, I know. I, what, Danny, Danny Werfel may not remember it, but I sure do. <laughs> so there you go, dog fans. Now, we've said enough about that. We're not going to talk about that anymore today, but we're serious about not moving this game out of Jacksonville. We just need to play better damn football. That, that's yep. a problem. For, that's going to fix our, a lot of our problems in Jacksonville. It sure will. We need to coach better. We need to get rid of Willie Martinez. <laughs> we need to cover kicks better. And, uh, you know, if we put more points on the board, we'll win. Exactly. Dog fans, I think that's going to just about wrap it up. I am going to give you, we are going to do a few more shows over the summer. We're not going to go away. I know we've been gone for a while. I pretty much pin all the um, fault of that problem on Old Dog. And um, Well, do. I mean, but I've been out trying to take care of these, these uh, cease and desist orders about people wearing our, our T-shirts out there yeah. and various things like that. So, dog fans, uh, you would not believe what we have to put up with here at the Dogcast. People out there snapping pictures. I'm just People snapping pictures of listeners wearing Dogcast T-shirts in Atlanta, and then somehow I get a letter from a damn lawyer in some basement from the Collegiate Licensing Corporation, you know, about because the the little... <laughs> <laughs> there's a little G on the collar of the dog on the T-shirt, and that G is a protected logo. You know what I mean? Which I really don't think it is. I don't think it is either, which our but legal... But thank, thank heavens we've turned it over to our legal department and Jay Rivers Walsh. Jay Rivers Walsh, who is our lawyer, by God, is going to have something to say about it. The DogCast legal team is going to have something to say about that logo. But anyway, dog fans, as you can see, we're just having fun. We don't have much to talk about, but we appreciate you guys listening. And that's a good thing during the summer. Yep, and we'll be back with more stuff. We do have one big thing we're going to beat the table about over the summer, and I've already teased it a little bit. It's a strength and conditioning problem that we're going to cover here, and it's ongoing as we speak, and we're going to be covering that for you over the summer, and we're going to be talking this. We're going to be pounding the table on this Jacksonville thing some more too. So, old dog, what else do you want to talk about today, my man? Man, that's that's really it. I mean, it just, you know, along with the suspensions, which, you know, Houston and uh, Figgins are going to hurt, I just can't understand the stupidity of, uh, you know, some of these kids. But, you know, again, they are kids. And uh, we just got to hope, you know, that they've learned their lesson and, uh, you know, can put it together. And like I say, it just... This Jacksonville stuff just gets me hot for a number of reasons. A, being a South Georgia guy, uh, you know, that's a great game. Being a man of tradition, it's it, it's tradition. I mean, where else could you play the Georgia-Florida game mm-hmm. other exactly. than Jacksonville? Exactly. And it, it just, like we've said before, it just makes us look weak and like a bunch of damn whiners. Couldn't have said it better myself, my friend. So that's we're going to leave it on that note. Oh, I do have one other note. I want to give props to my Twitter friend. Oh, let's talk about Twitter. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got this alley dog who is just the most incredible, incredible. She does better coverage of Georgia Bulldogs sports from top to bottom 
than David Hale or Ching or the Athens Banner Herald or anything. I'm telling you what, Alley Dog covers everything all day, every day, 24 hours a day, and she hit me with a really good joke today. If you didn't know, uh, Trey Battle, former Bulldog great defensive back, one of the last great cover backs that we had, um, or he was a safety actually, but you know, he was released by the Dallas Cowboys today. And she said, even though he was released by the Dallas Cowboys and may not make it in any other pro team, that sound you just heard was Trey Battle returning another <laughs> another interception for six oh. points against Auburn, baby. Pick six against Auburn. Trey Battle, you will always have a warm place in our heart. And uh, I'm sorry you got cut from the Cowboys, but you know what? You're a damn good dog. And uh, Alley Dog is a damn good dog, too. So you can follow me on Twitter. Me and Old Dog, we tweet uh, every once in a while. It's not really our season to tweet, but we'll be tweeting a lot more during football season. And you'll probably be doing a whole lot more tweeting than me. I know it, but you can follow us at uh, twitter.com forward slash dogcast and um, get on the get on the tweet, and I'll show you some other people to follow, too, if you follow us on dog on Twitter. So uh, search dogcast on twitter.com and follow us and... Uh, We'll have a lot more to say during football season. Right now, it's a good thing we don't have anything to say. Old dog, take us out of here, man. Man, that's it. Uh, you know, if you're going to smoke dope, do it responsibly. Don't get caught. <laughs> and, uh, you know, let's light up those phones over in the Bud Smear building and say we need to keep the we need to keep it in Athens. I mean, we need to keep it in Jacksonville. Boy, we've had way too much to drink today. Boy, we sure have. Damon Evans, 706-542-9037. And Coach Rick, 706-542-1307. Keep the game in Jacksonville. All we need to do is man up. Yeah, play better football. We're not scared of the freaking stadium in in, uh, Jacksonville. Coach better. Tackle. (laughs) Cover. Kick deep. Catch the ball, run the ball, block. Dog fans, thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Dogcast out.